Hello, and welcome to Sharing Real Hope. My name is Mike Hall. Predictions are made all the time. Sometimes uh, predictions are made just out of fun, trying to see who can come the closest to some event or some outcome. On the other hand, uh, there are a lot of situations where predictions are made when it has to do with business, uh, when it has to do with governmental affairs and so on, and that is quite a bit more serious. In every case, those predictions are made based on a little bit of uh, experience, a little bit of knowledge, um, and uh, a lot of hope so. But there is a situation where predictions were made and they were 100% correct 100% of the time. What I'm talking about are biblical prophecies made by men of God who were inspired by God and given uh, those uh, predictions. In the Old Testament, there are literally hundreds of prophecies concerning our Lord Jesus Christ. Uh, these prophecies all about his first coming were fulfilled. They were fulfilled in every case exactly as they were predicted. Uh, there is not one prophecy out of the hundreds concerning his first coming that wasn't fulfilled to the T. The odds of one or two of them coming to pass are high, but hundreds of them, the odds are astronomical. And, and I am not an actuary, and, and I'm not a mathematician, but I do know um, that those odds are astronomical. You can um, do a little research on your own to, to get the numbers. That's not what I'm going to do here today, but I think we would all agree that hundreds of, of prophecies fulfilled exactly, uh, the, the odds would be astronomical. These prophecies were given hundreds of years before Jesus' birth, every one of them. Now, our Lord Jesus, when he came to earth and um, during uh, the time of his earthly ministry and then particularly uh, after his death, burial, and his resurrection, he uh, taught about the connection between himself and these Old Testament prophecies. For example, in Luke chapter 24, uh, Jesus made a post-resurrection appearance to uh, two of his disciples. These two disciples were on their way uh, from Jerusalem to a village named Emmaus. It was about a seven-mile journey, and they were obviously walking along. And as they were walking, they were talking to each other about the events of Christ's death and his burial. And uh, without a doubt, their hearts were heavy. And Jesus uh, came alongside and began to travel with him. But he uh, had uh, made it so that they didn't know uh, that it was him. And their eyes were blinded to that fact for that journey. And he um, interacted with them. He listened to their story about how he had died and, and, and so on. And uh, then the Bible says in, in verse 25, He said to them, O foolish men, and slow of heart to believe in all that the prophets have spoken, was it not necessary for the Christ to suffer these things and to enter into his glory? Then... 
the Bible says, beginning with Moses and with all the prophets, he, Jesus, explained to them the things concerning himself in all the scriptures. And so here is uh, an, uh, an example of where Jesus teach, t- was teaching his followers uh, the connection between all of those Old Testament prophecies and his and himself and and his apostles then taught and preached about that connection later on themselves for example in the book of matthew written by matthew um, throughout the book of matthew there are a number of references to old testament prophecies and their connection to the lord jesus christ and then uh, another example is the apostle peter when he was preaching after the day of Pentecost. Uh, this is in Acts chapter 3 where Peter and John had gone up to the temple to pray and, and the healing of the lame man and the great crowd that came and they were amazed at that miracle and Peter began to preach to them. And in, in Acts chapter 3, um, Peter uh, used the, uh, a particular passage of Scripture from the Old Testament about uh, uh, Jesus Christ. And, and the Bible says in Acts chapter 23, verse 25, It is you, he's speaking to the, these people, who are the sons of the prophets and of the covenant which God made with your fathers, saying to Abraham, And in your seed all the families of the earth shall be blessed. For you first, God raised up his servant and sent him to bless you by turning every one of you from your wicked ways. And so here... Um, Peter refers back to a prophecy made uh, that, that through Abraham all the, the uh, uh, nations of the earth would be blessed. And he said, you Israelites, you Jews, you are the first to be blessed uh, by his servant, by Jesus Christ. And so here Peter is tying together an Old Testament prophecy and its fulfillment in the Lord Jesus, in the Lord Jesus Christ. And so, so Jesus' apostles taught about the connection between Old Testament prophecies concerning Jesus and their fulfillment. Now, what I have here today, I, I would like to just take a few minutes to go through a few of those prophecies. Obviously, I can't go through all of the, of the hundreds of them, but I, I want to take a, a few minutes to go through several of them just to give you an idea of what those prophecies look like. Um, the very first one is the first one in Genesis chapter 3, verse uh, 15, as, um, um, Jesus, as God was talking to uh, Adam and Eve, and he was talking to the serpent, which uh, the serpent was, uh, Satan appeared in that form. And he, and he said, uh, God said to the serpent, I will put enmity between you and the woman, between your seed and her seed. He will crush your head and you will bruise his heel. Now, that is uh, what um, scholars, theologians call the proto-evangelum. Proto being first, evangelum, good news. The first good news. And that, that here, Adam and Eve had just fallen. They had just sinned. They had just brought the whole human race down into sin and brought the curse of sin on the whole human race. And, and it looked like we were doomed, but God in his mercy gave us the first glimpse of hope when he said, I'll put enmity between you, the serpent, and the woman, and between your seed and her seed, and, uh, and her seed, he, will crush your head, serpent, and you will bruise his heel. 
what do you think that's referring to? It's obviously referring to uh, Jesus' death on the cross. That's where his uh, so-called heel was bruised, but that is where the serpent's head was crushed because Jesus had victory over death, hell, and the grave, and 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 Jesus paid for the sin of those who would come to come to God and be forgiven. And so that's the first good news. And isn't it interesting that it refers to her seed? Now we know biologically that the seed does not come from the woman; the seed comes from the man. Uh, but here it's it refers to her seed and why is that that is a, an indirect reference to the virgin birth of Jesus Christ because uh, Jesus was born of of a woman but it he was not born of the seed of a human man the holy spirit overshadowed Mary and supernaturally implanted the son of god into Mary's womb and so there's there's a whole lot there in that in that uh wonderful prophecy. And then uh, the next prophecy would be found in Genesis chapter 18, verses 17 and 18, where the Lord said, Abraham will surely become a great and powerful nation, and all nations on earth will be blessed through him. And the him there is, is not just Abraham, but Abraham's ultimate seed, and, and uh, that would be none other than the Lord Jesus Christ. All nations would be blessed through Abraham, Acts chapter 3, verses 25 and 26. I just read it uh, where Peter is preaching uh, there at the temple uh, where he talked about the fact that uh, through Abraham, through your offspring, all peoples on earth will be blessed. Uh, and, and he referred it to Jesus, the servant, God's servant. And so there is a fulfillment of that prophecy. And it is continuing to be fulfilled today. All the nations of the earth are blessed through Abraham's seed, through through the Lord Jesus Christ. And then in Genesis chapter 49, verses 8 to 10, there is a prophecy that Jesus would come through the tribe of Judah. You know, the 12 tribes of Israel, the 12 sons of Jacob, the 12 that became the 12 tribes, their offspring became the 12 tribes of Israel. You know that God changed Abraham, uh, Jacob's name to Israel. And so, uh, in Genesis chapter 49, verses 8 to 10, Judah, your brothers will praise you. The scepter, and the scepter is, you know, what's in the hand of a king, the ruler, will not depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from between his feet until he comes to whom it belongs. He comes to whom it belongs is referring to the Messiah, to Jesus. And the obedience of the nations is his. And obviously that's Jesus. In Micah chapter 5 verse 2, but you Bethlehem Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come for me one who will be ruler over Israel, whose origins are from of old and from ancient times. That is the prophecy that Jesus would be uh, coming from the tribe of Judah. And then when you read a record of the genealogy of Jesus in Matthew chapter 1, verses 1 to 3, it becomes clear that he came through the tribe of Judah. Uh, and so that that is uh, another one of those prophecies that's that was fulfilled. And then the final one that I'll mention is that he would be born in the town of Bethlehem of Judea. And Micah chapter 5, verses 2 to 5 uh, says, But you, Bethlehem, Ephrathah, though you are small among the clans of Judah, out of you will come 
one for me who will be ruler over Israel. I just read that verse, and that is a prophecy that Jesus would be born in Bethlehem. Again, again, hundreds of years before he was actually born, this uh, prophecy occurred. And obviously, Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 to 6, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea. Uh, so there is the fulfillment of that. So there are many, many, again, hundreds of prophecies about this Jesus. Who is Jesus? He is the one that was prophesied that would come hundreds of years before his birth. And, and there are many prophecies not only about his birth, but concerning his life, his ministry, his death, his burial, his resurrection, his ascension. Uh, all of those prophecies that were fulfilled literally to the T. What a powerful, powerful thing. Well, it was been, it's been good thinking about this and talking about it today. I hope that God has challenged and blessed and encouraged your heart through His precious Word. Until next time, God bless. Thank you for listening to this edition of Sharing Real Hope. We hope that you were encouraged in your walk with Christ by what you heard. Please take a moment to email us with your questions, prayer requests, and comments. Our email address is sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Again, that's sharingrealhope at gmail.com. Or you can visit our website at sharingrealhope.org. Until next time, keep living in and sharing real hope.